The Law School of America. Robbery is the crime of taking or attempting to take anything of value by force, threat of force, or by use of fear. According to common law, robbery is defined as taking the property of another, with the intent to permanently deprive the person of that property, by means of force or fear, that is, it is a larceny or theft accomplished by an assault. Precise definitions of the offense may vary between jurisdictions. Robbery is differentiated from other forms of theft, such as burglary, shoplifting, pickpocketing, or car theft, by its inherently violent nature, a violent crime, whereas many lesser forms of theft are punished as misdemeanors, robbery is always a felony in jurisdictions that distinguish between the two. Under English law, most forms of theft are tribal either way, whereas robbery is tribal only on indictment. The word rob came via French from late Latin words, for example, de robert, of Germanic origin, from common Germanic rob theft. Among the types of robbery are armed robbery, which involves the use of a weapon, and aggravated robbery, when someone brings with them a deadly weapon or something that appears to be a deadly weapon. Highway robbery or mugging takes place outside or in a public place such as a sidewalk, street, or parking lot. Carjacking is the act of stealing a car from a victim by force. Extortion is the threat to do something illegal, or the offer to not do something illegal, in the event that goods are not given, primarily using words instead of actions. Criminal slang for robbery includes blagging, armed robbery, usually of a bank, or stick-up, derived from the verbal command to robbery targets to raise their hands in the air, and steaming, organized robbery on underground train systems. United States. In the United States, robbery is generally treated as an aggravated form of common law larceny. Specific elements and definitions differ from state to state. The common elements of robbery are a trespassery, taking and carrying away of the personal property of another with the intent to steal from the person or presence of the victim by force or threat of force. The first six elements are the same as common law larceny. It is the last two elements that aggravate the crime to common law robbery. From the person or presence of the victim, robbery requires that the property be taken directly from the person of the victim or from their presence. This is different from larceny which simply requires that property be taken from the victim's possession, actual or constructive. Property is on the victim's person if the victim is actually holding the property, or the property is contained within clothing the victim is wearing or is attached to a victim's body such as a watch or earrings. Property is in a person's presence when it is within the area of their immediate control. The property has to be close enough to the victim's person that the victim could have prevented its taking if he or she had not been placed in fear or intimidation. By force or threat of force, the use of force or threat of force is the defining element of robbery. For there to be robbery there must be force or fear in perpetrating the theft. Questions concerning the degree of force necessary for robbery have been the subject of much litigation. Merely snatching the property from the victim's person is not sufficient force unless the victim resists or one of the items is attached or carried in such a way that a significant amount of force must be used to free the item from the victim's person. For robbery the victim must be placed in fear of immediate harm by threat or intimidation. The threat need not be directed at the victim personally. Threats to third parties are sufficient. The threat must be one of present rather than future personal harm. Fear does not mean fright, it means apprehension an awareness of the danger of immediate bodily harm. California. The maximum sentence for robbery in California is nine years, according to Penal Code Section 213A, 1A. The threat or use of force does not have to take place immediately before or at the time of the theft. Force used after the theft will turn the theft into a robbery unless the theft is complete. The theft is considered completed when the perpetrator reaches a place of temporary safety with the property. Canada.
In Canada, the criminal code makes robbery an indictable offense, subject to a maximum penalty of life imprisonment. If the accused uses a restricted or prohibited firearm to commit robbery, there is a mandatory minimum sentence of five years for the first offense, and seven years for subsequent offenses. United Kingdom. England and Wales. Robbery is a statutory offense in England and Wales. It is created by Section 8-1 of the Theft Act 1968 which reads. A person is guilty of robbery if he steals, and immediately before or at the time of doing so, and in order to do so, he uses force on any person or puts or seeks to put any person in fear of being then and there subjected to force. Aggravated theft. Robbery is the only offense of aggravated theft. Aggravated robbery. There are no offenses of aggravated robbery. Steals. This requires evidence to show a theft as set out in Section 1-1 of the Theft Act 1968. In R.V. Robinson the defendant threatened the victim with a knife in order to recover money which he was actually owed. His conviction for robbery was quashed on the basis that Robinson had an honest, although unreasonable, belief, under Section 2-1-A of the Act, in his legal right to the money. See also R.V. Skivington, 1968. In R.V. Hale, 1978, the application of force and the stealing took place in many different locations, and it was not possible to establish the timing. It was held that the appropriation necessary to prove theft was a continuing act, and the jury could correctly convict of robbery. This approach was followed in R. V. Lockley, 1995, when the force was applied to a shopkeeper after property had been taken. It was argued that the theft should be regarded as complete by this time, and R. V. Gomez, 1993, should apply, the court disagreed, preferring to follow R. V. Hale actual or threatened force against a person. The threat or use of force must take place immediately before or at the time of the theft. Force used after the theft is complete will not turn the theft into a robbery. The words or immediately after that appeared in Section 23 1b of the Larceny Act 1916 were deliberately omitted from Section 8 1. The book Archbold said that the facts in R.V. Harmon, which did not amount to robbery in 1620, would not amount to robbery now. It was held in R.V. Dawson and James, 1978, that force is an ordinary English word and its meaning should be left to the jury. This approach was confirmed in R.V. Cloudon, 1985, and Corcoran v. Anderton, 1980, both handbag-snatching cases. Stealing may involve a young child who is not aware that taking other person's property is not in order. Threat. The victim must be placed in apprehension or fear that force would be used immediately before or at the time of the taking of the property. A threat is not immediate if the wrongdoer threatens to use force of violence some future time. Robbery occurs if an aggressor forcibly snatched a mobile phone or if they used a knife to make an implied threat of violence to the holder and then took the phone. The person being threatened does not need to be the owner of the property. It is not necessary that the victim was actually frightened, but the defendant must have put or sought to put the victim or some other person in fear of immediate force. The force or threat may be directed against a third party, for example a customer in a jeweler's shop. Theft accompanied by a threat to damage property will not constitute robbery, but it may disclose an offense of blackmail. Dishonestly dealing with property stolen during a robbery will constitute an offense of handling. Mode of trial. Robbery is an indictable-only offense. Sentence. Under current sentencing guidelines, the punishment for robbery is affected by a variety of aggravating and mitigating factors. Particularly important is how much harm was caused to the victim and how much culpability the offender had, for example, Carrying a weapon or leading a group effort implies high culpability. Robbery is divided into three categories which are, in increasing order of seriousness, street or less sophisticated commercial, dwelling, and professionally planned commercial. Robbery generally results in a custodial sentence. Only a low harm, 
low culpability robbery with other mitigating factors would result in an alternative punishment, in the form of a high-level community order. The maximum legal punishment is imprisonment for life. It is also subject to the mandatory sentencing regime under the Criminal Justice Act 2003. Current sentencing guidelines advise that the sentence should be no longer than 20 years, for a high harm, high culpability robbery with other aggravating factors. The starting point sentences are low harm, low culpability street robbery, one year. Medium harm, medium culpability street robbery, four years. Medium harm, medium culpability professionally planned robbery, five years. High harm, high culpability street robbery, eight years. High harm, high culpability professionally planned robbery, 16 years. An offender may also serve a longer sentence if they are convicted of other offenses alongside the robbery, such as assault and grievous bodily harm. History. Common law. Robbery was an offense under the common law of England. Matthew Hale provided the following definition. Robbery is the felonious and violent taking of any money or goods from the person of another, putting him in fear, be the value thereof above or under one shilling. The common law offense of robbery was abolished for all purposes not relating to offenses committed before January 1, 1969 by Section 32-1A of the Theft Act 1968. Statute. See Sections 40-43 of the Larceny Act 1861. Section 23 of the Larceny Act 1916 read. 23-1, Every person who. A. Being armed with any offensive weapon or instrument, or being together with one other person or more, robs, or assaults with intent to rob, any person. b. Robs any person and, at the time of or immediately before or immediately after such robbery, uses any personal violence to any person. Shall be guilty of felony and on conviction thereof liable to penal servitude for life, and, in addition, if a male, to be once privately whipped. 2. Every person who robs any person shall be guilty of felony and on conviction thereof liable to penal servitude for any term not exceeding 14 years. 3. Every person who assaults any person with intent to rob shall be guilty of felony and on conviction thereof liable to penal servitude for any term not exceeding 5 years. This section provided maximum penalties for a number of offenses of robbery and aggravated robbery. Assault with intent to rob. If a robbery is foiled before it can be completed, an alternative offense, with the same penalty, given by Section 8-2 of the 1968 Act, is assault, any act which intentionally or recklessly causes another to fear the immediate and unlawful use of force, with an intent to rob, will suffice. The following cases are relevant. R.V. Trustee and Howard, 1783. R.V. Sharwin, 1785. Mode of trial and sentence. Assault with intent to rob is an indictable-only offense. It is punishable with imprisonment for life or for any shorter term. Assault with intent to rob is also subject to the mandatory sentencing regime under the Criminal Justice Act 2003. In popular culture, robberies have been depicted, sometimes graphically, in various forms of media, and several robbers have become pop icons, such as Bonnie and Clyde and John Dillinger. Examples of media works focused on robberies include In film, The Killing, 1956, by Stanley Kubrick, depicts a graphic robbery. Wake Up and Die, 1966, is an Italian crime drama film directed by Carlo Lizzini, based on the real life of Luciano Lutering, Il Solista del Mitra, translation, the submachine soloist, who kept his weapon in a violin case. Take the Money and Run, 1969, by Woody Allen, depicts an unconventional view of a robbery by an incompetent robber. Le Gitan, 1975, directed by José Giovanni, is loosely based on Luciano Lutering's autobiography. 
Lootering is played by Alain Delon. Dog Day Afternoon, 1975, depicts a bank robbery which escalates to a hostage situation. Reservoir Dogs, 1992, by Quentin Tarantino, shows the aftermath of a robbery, with an abundance of lurid details. In literature, Luciano Lootering, December 30, 1937, May 13, 2013, known as the submachine gun soloist because he kept the weapon in a violin case, used that moniker as the title of his memoir Il Solista del Mitra. He was an Italian criminal, author, and painter who, when committing robberies, worked alone, which is rather rare for a robber. Lionel White's Bloodhound Mysteries novel, number 116, Clean Break, 1955, was the basis for Stanley Kubrick's film The Killing, 1956. In video games. Video games Payday, The Heist and Payday 2 are both games by Overkill Software where one of the main objectives is to steal items of monetary value at places such as banks, art galleries, armored trucks, and more. The Law School of America The content used in the podcast is licensed by the Wikimedia Foundation incorporated under a Creative Commons attribution, share alike license. The text has been modified for audio. The content of these podcasts is for informational purposes only and do not constitute professional advice. These podcasts are not associated with the Wikimedia Foundation in any context. The Law School of America